This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience First-hand, the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados the best place to be a cricket fan. Hi everybody, welcome to the following on podcast. I'm Mark Nicholas in Grenada, where England have won an absolute thriller against West Indies. The fourth one-day international yielded a total of 807 runs. England won the game by 29, but they never had it easy. They're now 2-1 up in the series. It was all set up by Owen Morgan's 100. He played about as well as he could play, except that, unbelievably, he was upstaged by Joss Butler. There you are, a world record has just been set. Joss Butler has picked up a ball around leg stump and it's disappeared so far it's going to take some finding. An incredible performance as Joss Butler acknowledges the applause of the crowd because he has gone to 150. An extraordinary performance from Joss Butler, but an equally remarkable innings from Chris Gale gave the West Indies a real chance of completing the most improbable of run chases. Here comes Ali again and balls to Gale, and Gale is driving in the air again! We're in trouble! Oh, this yes, is oh, yes. oh no! Just in front of us! Just in front of the commentary booth! Oh, 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 oh. Six more to Gale! Once Gale had gone, you figured it would go England's way, but Carlos Brathwaite and Ashley Nurse had other ideas. However, they too went, and Adil Rashid mopped up the tail. And he has had a push at this one, and he's missed it, and he's stopped. And Adil Rashid has completed an astonishing end to this game, with a Shane Thomas stumped first ball. Adil Rashid has taken four wickets in the over, to finish with figures of 5 for 85. What an incredible end to the game. What an incredible game from start to finish, if truth be told. The West Indies have gone from 389 for 6 to 389 all out.
you wouldn't believe it, would you? Radul Rashid, he's not had a great day. He's gone for runs, he'd been in for sixes galore. He comes back on with the mystery when the pressure is on for the West Indies and ends up finished with remarkable figures for all sorts of reasons. 85 runs taken off his 10 overs, but the magic number is five wickets. Five for 85 for Rashid. Saw England home, the West Indies trailed they needed an unbelievable performance we nearly had it from Brathwaite we nearly had it from Darren Bravo Chris Gale amazing amazing spectacle of power hitting but England win the game by 29 runs to lead the series 2-1 we just want to play and that'll be on Saturday live on TalkSport 2 in St Lucia and you, Darren Goff, need to get yourself down onto the outfield and uh, have a word with uh, Owen Morgan and, <laughs> and Jason Holder. I don't know how they'll be able to describe the drama, how they'll be able to do, uh, describe the emotions that uh, we've seen throughout the course of uh, the day in a memorable, memorable game. Only the second time a one-day international has served up over 800 runs in the day and uh, it all ended in dramatic style the 48th over yielding four wickets but um, if you've been with us throughout the course of the day or been joining us uh, on and off in and out through the course of the match let me just remind you of uh, the bare bones of what has been a day absolutely full of uh, drama almost uh, from start to finish Joss Butler made 150 from just 78 balls before that, Johnny Bairstow and Alex Hales added 100 for the first wicket, with Bairstow leading the way, making 56 from 43 balls. Alex Hales made 82 from 73. We knew then that it was going to be a batsman's day, but Joss Butler, 13 fours, 12 sixes, absolutely staggering. And Owen Morgan, his 14th, uh, his 12th one-day international 100, 103 from 88 balls in all. Too many highlights to mention, but Josh Butler's 10 consecutive boundaries at one point. 48 runs, 10, uh, six fours, four sixes. He moved from 50 to 150 in 32 balls. Breathtaking stuff. 418 for six in the West Indies. Owed Chris Gale laying the foundation for their run chase. He made 162. 50, uh, 55 balls for his 100. And then 61 from Darren Bravo. 50 from Carlos Brathwaite, Ashley Nurse made 43, they kept going and going and going alongside me, Gareth Batty. Only the second time a one-day internationals yielded for over 800 runs. We do like to see boundaries, they're fun, aren't they? But in the end, it was almost like overkill. The buffet was too rich. <laughs> it was some buffet. And there's a few bowlers thinking, blooming heck, I didn't bowl too badly today and I'm, I'm going home with a bag full of lots of runs in my figures. Uh, but what a wonderful spectacle. For everybody that's been in the ground today, it's had everything. Fours, sixes, pace, spin, you name it. For all the cricketers out there, uh, this is a wonderful game and it's vibrant and it's getting better and better and better. So England take a 2-1 series lead into the fifth and final game in uh, St Lucia on Saturday. Amazing, amazing day of batting and then of uh, Adil Rashid taking five wickets to end it in one over. Down on the ground, sampling the atmosphere and bringing it to us and to all of you listening, Darren Goff and Mark Nicholas.
Well, 807 runs in the day, and the feeling down here is an overwhelming sense of satisfaction. I don't get a vibe from West Indian supporters that they feel desperately disappointed at having lost the game. I think they feel desperately proud of their team's effort to try to win it from such an unlikely position. And in particular, the joy in the cricket that's been played all day, two of the finest innings in the history of the one-day game, one of them by Joss Butler, who's standing very close to us now. I imagine he'll pip put Chris Gale to the award, given England won the game. I mean, he's going to come and talk to us any minute now. But really, Goffey, do you, do you get that feel, that overwhelming sense of, yes, what a day out? Exactly, mate. You normally would think the West Indies have made an unbelievable effort chasing down 419. But the atmosphere here has been electric, That especially the second half of the game. And West Indies should be proud. The way Chris Gale came out, that's the way I think the West Indies, the world, want to see Chris Gale play. He's almost, you cannot ball to him. You pitch it short, he'll pull it over mid-wicket, you pitch it up, and the spinners come on, he hits it straight back over the head for sixes. Some great ball striking from everybody involved both teams should be proud the game's gone to another level Goffey what I was coming down the stairs to get down here to do these interviews so in that last over did I hear Neil Wright did, did Adil Rashid take four wickets in that final over he did yes he did indeed four wickets can you believe it he's probably going into it and thinking oh well I've got one uh, one for 85 I've ended up with five for 85 when he looks at that figures when you when you look when you look at it at the end of it and you sit down, he'll sit down and say, oh, what happened that day? You went for 85. Yes, but I changed the game. I took four wickets and I got four for 85 in that game. What a game it was. Yes, and, and two runs off the first ball, then the four wickets. I mean, uh, uh, it's just a... a <laughs> we're all pretty speechless about it. I'm just waiting for Joss because I, I feel that he, he will be finishing um, this guy in just, just a moment. Um, I'm also reflecting on the fact that West Indies, you know, truth be told, with Nurse and Brathwaite there, were right in it. It just, it just shows you how fine these margins are in this game, doesn't it? They, they, you know, it was, suddenly it was gone. Well, for me as well, what changes it? It just shows the power of having a mystery spinner in your side. England went out of it. Uh, West Indies were set, Nurse and Brathwaite were clear at the crease, mystery spinner comes on and it's game over. Absolutely unbelievable. Um, and it just goes to show, doesn't it? You're setting the game and Adil Rashid comes on and he's on a hat-trick and the game changed totally. I thought we were getting Joss now, but I think actually he's going to... No, we are going <laughs> to get Joss. Now, um, one of the most amazing days cricket I've ever seen. Yeah, I was trying to catch our breath back. It was, uh, you feel pretty safe with 418 on the board, but uh, yeah, Chris Gale put us under a lot of pressure and um, you know, we hung in long enough to uh, you know, reap the rewards. Ever played better than that yourself? Uh, probably not, I think. Um, you know, it's yeah, it great fun, isn't it, when you manage to get in that zone and um, have that clarity of you know, just you and the ball. It's um, yeah, really enjoyable. Goffey was telling me that he saw you after training yesterday. I saw you after training the day before. We've seen you dripping with sweat. Talk about effort paying off. Yeah, it's um, no, you get in what you uh, you get out what you put in, don't you? I think uh, that's a great uh, hallmark of the side at the minute. We're putting in a lot of hard work, and and even when you don't get the rewards, it's to trust that hard work will pay off. So um, yeah, I think you no, know, I think practice and the training is uh, you know is more important than the stuff that goes on in the middle. Gail on 160. Did you think ah? Uh -uh. Yeah, if he batted, uh, you know, anywhere near the um, 50 overs, he, they were going to win the game. And 
and we needed wickets. Um, Mark Wood came back and, and took two in and over, which was fantastic from him. Stokes always makes things happen, and, you know. So to pick up the wicket of Gale is, is brilliant, and uh, you know for Adil Rashid to you know pick up four wickets in and over there and, and finish the game off, uh, fantastic. Have you felt as though that form was there? Because if in the one-day series, the way you come in in Barbados for me, you hit a couple of unbelievable shots. But as soon as you came to the crease, and today, once you got in, there was no stopping you. Yeah, I've been um, obviously riding the back of a lot of confidence from last year. I felt um, you know, last year was the, the best I've played over a consistent period, and, and now it's just trying to keep it going. You know, and, and um, like you say, I was I was really disappointed actually the other day. Felt great in Barbados, and, and not to get the team over the line. Um, so you know, when you are feeling in, in really good touch, it's important to try and make the most of it. Have you ever enjoyed a game of cricket more? I didn't really enjoy the second half that much. <laughs> uh, to be honest, it was. Um, it's tough, but you know, actually, it's an incredible um, game of cricket. You know, fantastic crowd here. Uh, we got put under a lot of pressure, and uh, as a neutral, it was a good one to watch. Is he man of the match, Danny? Tell us, he is. Is he? He is. Yes. Why not? Very good. <laughs> <laughs> no reason why not at all. Just fantastic. Well played. Thank you. Thanks. Well done, Josh. Joss is going to go and now to receive uh, the award. Um, television on the world feed is being hosted by Darren Ganga former West Indies player of course just uh, we'll have to wait for Jason Holder to be interviewed and then it'll be um, his turn to receive the plaudits uh, I, I, I can't think in the history of one day cricket that the players that I've seen I can only think of Viv Richards and A.B. de Villiers that, that could do such damage to low full tosses half volleys and Yorkers I've never seen anybody really I don't think even either of them with with, with the forearm and wrist strength to hit big sixes that Butler hits off those sort of balls. Oh, I would say Abdul Zak uh, was unbelievable at the end of an innings uh, for Pakistan when he was at his peak. Lance Klusner were pretty special. So it is, there's not that many, but just the ones I bowled against down there, um, they stick in the mind. Zak and Lance Klusner were pretty special at it, but they're hitting, they, I, I agree. they've taken it to another level. The last five years, cricket has gone bonkers. Um, 46 sixes uh, today, which is an unbelievable uh, <laughs> record, isn't it? If West Indies would have got over the line, actually, it would have been another world record. We've only had, we already had two today. It would have been a third world record. What, in what way? Well, uh, England broke uh, the Sixers record and yeah. more Sixers in a one-day international. So that's two world records. Ah, oh, but you said if they got over the line, you mean if they oh, hit more Sixers? Oh, what they only needed, what, two more to equal yeah, it? Yeah. Uh, if they would have got over that line today, they would have won it because they needed Sixers to get over the line. But the, the actual highest chase was obviously of Australia's um, 434 by South Africa. Um, the scores today, 418 for six by England. Besto 56, Hales 82, Morgan 103, Butler 150. Um, Butler's 100, by the way, came in 60 balls. 418 for six. The bowlers went round the park. Um, then West Indies replying with Gale 162, Bravo 61, Brathwaite 50, Nurse 43. Bowled out for 389. Wokes went for 91 in his 10 overs. Mark Wood took four wickets and Adil Rashid took five. <laughs> what, what about, I mean, what about Wokes? Is that a problem? Uh, no, I just think, listen, uh, as when, you, when you're bowling at someone like Chris Gale, if you don't get off to a good start, you're trying to drag it back all the time. And, and Chris Wilkes is Mr. Reliable, but today he found it very difficult to get in any sort of rhythm, bowl any sort of length. Everything he seemed to bowl go for a boundary. But I want to give credit to Liam Plunkett today. I think it's, it has been a series where he's got to perform. Um, and I thought he bowled really, really nicely today. I thought he was excellent. And uh, he mixed it up well. He created pressure in that middle overs when Chris Gale was on fire. 
player. So him and Mark Wood for me both special. They were special today, and they created that extra pressure and and ended up getting the wickets. And then Rashi came on at the end. It was beautiful. That mystery spin, and uh, it was fantastic to see. I must say, um, we don't often give Plunkett the credit he deserves because he doesn't use the new ball or bowl at the death. His performances often often go by relatively uh, unnoticed. So. Um, yeah, I mean, you're right. He deserves. Let, let's go over here. See if we can get Jason Holder coffee. We can. You have to know. We better stay here. And see if he's more likely to come to us. I think. I'll tell you one thing what, what really impressed me today is, but which will please Owen Morgan. We'll ask him if we can get hold of him uh, in a few minutes. But he's always talking about this team being tested, being put under pressure. He must go away from today. Yes, he'll be he'll be relieved, but he goes away thinking, Do you know something. That's a big test of character for Team England because the way they battered today, especially himself uh, alongside Josh Butler, and then the way they came back when it looked like Chris Gale were taking the game away from him. So it was a great test of character and Owen will come away from today uh, really, really pleased with the performance. OK, we're going to go over here now to, uh, to Jason Holder, who's talking to Barry Wilkinson for local radio, but we hope to be able to have a a quick word with him uh, in just a moment. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including... England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. These guys have to do a lot of interviews. I often wonder how they, A, keep their sense of humour and, and B, come up with um, stuff to say. The answer is they probably repeat all the answers, don't they? Well, yeah. I don't suppose our questions can be that different. <laughs> No, I think Jason Holder's got to be proud. I think he'd, to be part of that, uh, an amazing game. Because when you're a bowler as well and you're captain and you watch that performance, you see yourself getting hit around the park. But the way they came back, they showed, but it was an excellent wicket, an excellent wicket for a game of cricket. Uh, and we got a great spectacle. Well, Jason, thank you. For, um, Goffey's just said that he reckons you're going to be very proud of that effort. 
yeah, a top effort, you know, um, to see 400 odd runs post on the board and, you know, you're falling some 30 odd runs short, you know, it's, it's a good effort, you know, but if you critique the game and be a little critical, we obviously, you know, are loading England together a few, few too many runs and I guess we were outplayed. Uh, we were outplayed with the, with the bat and uh, obviously Josh played an outstanding innings, you know, he was striking the ball very clean. I was just saying, like, some of the cleanest striking of a cricket ball I've ever seen in an entire game, you know, and to, to back it up for Chris, you know, was outstanding. And not to forget Morgan, I thought Morgan played an outstanding innings as well too. When Chris was 160 not out, did you dare to dream? I was dreaming all along, you know, hoping <laughs> I, I wouldn't wake up. Um, but yeah, credit to Chris, you know, 10,000 runs in ODA cricket. And I was just saying that, as an opening batsman, you know, batting a new ball is, isn't, isn't easy. And, you know, in this modern day cricket where you have two new balls, you know, he's still being as, as destructive as he normally is. It's, it's credit to him, you know. Um, Chris has been outstanding and, you know, it's great to see him still on the park, hitting the ball all over the, all over the park. If you're going to be critical at all to your performance today, and it was outstanding at times, it must be when you won the toss, you fielded that it would slip a bit disappointing that first 10 overs. Yeah, I don't think we were as disciplined as we should. Um, I don't think we reacted well to what England England brought. Um, credit to Hills and Bearstow. Bearstow got off to a really good start. And then we were always trying to pull the game back. You know, we got them out and we were right back in it. I thought Carlos came in and bowled an outstanding spell there with a bit of help from O'Shea and Thomas. Um, but again, you know, they, they just kept up with their run rate and kept pushing around with the odd boundary here and there, which really hurt us. Given the three games in this series and the fact that you've kept pace with England pretty much all the way, you must be hugely encouraged. You're a few players short of your best available players. I mean, you must be thinking you're a real chance if you get things right in England for the World Cup. Definitely. I'm very, very confident. You know, the cricket I've seen here from these guys in this series is, is very encouraging. You know, we obviously have a few areas to tighten up on, but um, holistically, I'm very, very pleased with what I've seen in this group. You know, we just got to be a little bit more clinical with the ball and a little bit, a little bit more decisive with our plans and then execute. Uh, I think the batters have, have really held them, their hands up and we've won one game and credit probably to the bowlers in that, in that front. So, you know, I'm, I'm really pleased with what I'm seeing and hopefully guys can continue to grow. And uh, Brathwaite today, I, I think he's um, in the series. I think we, we saw him a few years ago in that world final and he hit those 24 runs off Stokes' final four balls and he's remembered for that. And I was really pleased with him today because I felt he was probably under a little bit pressure. But what it goes to show, he probably plays better when he's actually under pressure because he bowled well today and he batted well today. Yeah, I thought he had a really good game. He seemed very clear with his plans uh, and that was something that we spoke about with in, in the dressing room. Oh, him and I, we had a good chat. And, you know, I just wanted him to be clear with his plans and just go in there and, and back, his, back his ability. And, you know, he played well, you know, he bowled well, he batted well, and, you know, he really gave a great, great effort for the team. Just unfortunate at the end, you know, um, but hopefully he can learn from it and keep going. Great, thanks for your time. We appreciate it. Excellent. You do a great job. Um, Jason Holder there, we're just waiting for Owen Morgan. I tell you, he's just walked past us, Chris Gale. He mm. gave us a mighty smile, didn't he? Calls us youngsters. <laughs> Makes me laugh, yeah, youngsters. I think that means old. <laughs> um, we're going to go, and he's gonna doing a very long uh, television interview. The light is closing in now. You would still play in this light, actually, but there, there are certain angles, I think, particularly with the black side screens, where I don't think the white ball would show up against them really I think it might get lost too against the sky a bit now well yeah it's five past six now local time so if you realistically think you've probably got what about seven minutes left realistically if you really push the boundaries but it, it does really get dark very very quickly over here in the Caribbean especially uh, Grenada so but what a, what a spectacle we've had of, of, of cricket both teams should be really proud there's no one can leave this ground even the West Indies and be 
disappointed by the performance. If you've come out and you've paid whatever you've paid to come and watch a game of cricket, this was worth the, the journey. This was worth the nine-hour flight. Amazing day. Owen Morgan's here after the longest television interview I've seen post-match, I think. How are you going? Yeah, I've still got a smile on my face, uh, which is quite nice. It's been a tremendous game of cricket to, to play in. Um, I'm not sure Goffey will be a fan of the wicket, but it, the wicket was extremely flat and, and very difficult day for bowlers. I thought we started extremely well after being put in. Uh, Bearstone held the top of the order, got us off to a magnificent start, really laying the platforms for the rest of us. Myself and Joss managed to get going. Uh, sort of the, the strike rate in which Bearstone Hales got us off to allowed us a little bit of breeding space to get ourselves in. And then Joss, you know, is a champion, built like a champion racehorse. And when he gets into his stride, he's, he's great to watch. And then today he was in full flow. So. It's, it's absolutely magnificent that we can post a score like that, but also defend it as well. Uh, for a lot of our bowling performance, I think we were sitting in second position. Chris Gale and the form that he's in at the moment is very difficult to stop, particularly on these smaller grounds of good wickets. Um, but I think a, a, a real masterclass in, in leg spin bowling, one over four wickets and one over from uh, the Yorkshireman Adil Rashid, really did take us from second to first position, which is fantastic. I'm not letting you get away without talking about yourself. I'm sorry, you played a magnificent innings today. I, I, I don't know that I've ever seen you play better. That's very kind of you. Um, I, I feel like I'm in good form. Um, one of the things about playing, the more you play and the more experience you get is you, you learn to recognise good form and when, you, when you're in it, you try and make the most of it. And the last few games, and in Sri Lanka in particular, I've felt really good at the crease. But I think you know the team allows me to play in this way. They they back me in the way I play. They also support each other in, in, in partnerships and buying into the way that we want to play as a group. And I think that helps my game. What I was going to say, Owen, is but you talk a lot about this team's got to keep improving. We've got to keep learning. We've got to be put under pressure. We've got to be tested. Well, today, that was the ultimate test. With a bat, you actually uh, had to get runs on the board and then in the field there, under pressure, under the pump, and then you can always turn to that mystery, that leg spin in the air, where you've just said he got four wickets in that over and it changed it. So you got tested from the start of the game right to the end. I, I totally agree. And it'll, it'll really hold us in good stead uh, come the World Cup. The more games we play like this, where we are being put under pressure and we manage to stay calm, execute and produce performances and, and come out on the right side of them, I think we'll, we will learn a huge amount from that. And, and what we're pleasing today as well, but Liam Plunkett's probably been a little bit short of form. He's not had enough, an, enough cricket for me, but today I thought in the middle overs he bowled lovely. Him and Mike Wood today were excellent. Yeah, I thought outstanding. Um, you're right about Liam. He is taking a little bit longer to get into his stride, but we know pre previous history that is the case with Liam. Um, but when he, he comes in bowls like that, I mean, for the first six overs, he went at four and a half runs and over today on a, on a wicket where 800 runs has been scored on it. So he is a very valuable asset for us. And, and hopefully as the tour goes on, he does continue to get better. Ruthless, please, in St. Lucia. I hope so. Again, it's going to be another day. The West Indies have gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with us in every game so far. I think that's what's been so entertaining about the series. So hopefully it's another good game of cricket and you know we'll have to earn the right in order to try and win the game again. Love it. Thanks for your time. Much appreciated. Well done, Do Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we, got, we got the big fella here cruising over. Christopher, two, what do you mean two youngsters? Eh? These two youngsters, what are you up to? What are you guys up to right now? <laughs> We're cruising. We, we talk in the breeze, man. We talk in the breeze. Yeah, you sure you guys need to talk to me? Well, I'd like to talk to you if that's all right with you. 
Uh, uh, how's your form? Oh man, it's a bit low. It's on the low side. It's 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 par to be honest with you. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I should get you know two fifty. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's a great yeah, great game of cricket. Um, congratulations <laughs> to England. They they played superb cricket. They batted well. Um, Butler, the captain, you know Alex, you know take the game away from us. But I thought they put up some sort of resistance and you know get close to four hundred. You know anything could have happened if I batted a bit longer as well. So. And like I said, it was a great game of cricket. I'm just disappointed to be on the losing side. Seeing the ball big, huh? really striking it well. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, you know, being in a bit of form, getting 100 in the first game and, you know, half century in the second game. So that kind of gives you a bit of confidence coming into this game as well. And Grenada is a nice place to bat as well. Um, the wicket is actually pretty flat. Um, I thought the England bowlers, they bowl well up front. And when we had that partnership, you know, Hood came back, you know, break that partnership and... He actually kind of unsettled us there in the middle and you know I kind of um, we have to dig deep again to actually come back in the game you've got some competition in that side now Chris because you've got you're the universe boss we all know oh, that yeah. and you it sixes galore we, we tried adding it up today we reckon you've hit over 1500 sixes by the way in your career <laughs> probably more yeah. which is a ridiculous amount but you've got some hitting power in that side so you've got to keep on it yeah yeah definitely we have some hitting powers in it um, but it's just a, just to try and go about it a bit smartly um, you know, the youngsters, you know, hope they can learn quickly. You know, Hetty is he's a key player for us. Um, we keep saying he's young, but he's still got to, you know, play a big man innings and, you know, stand up and be counted. And uh, once he's in there, once he's out here in the middle, you know, you do some damage. So you just, just, just need to work his game out a bit more. And, you know, I'm sure he's going to score a lot of centuries for West Indies. Now, obviously, because you're scoring runs, you're enjoying your cricket. But presumably, seeing the development of this side, the potential for the World Cup is exciting for you. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, that's the key, you know, try and get the, the formula for the World Cup. Um, when I say the formula, you need the, the squad, the best squad to actually take to the World Cup. And everybody should be ready. You know, it's my last World Cup and they should look into play for me and try and... Make sure we lift that trophy and then it can send me off on a nice high with a, with a nice bottle of champagne and then we had a great, we have a great time, yeah? Well, well if you play... Sounds a perfect plan. <laughs> perfect plan, but if you play like that, I mean, listen, people have seen two different sides of Chris Gale in yeah. this series, right? People think you're just going to go in and tee off from ball one. That's how I want you to play because that's, yeah. that's how I remember it, bowling at you. But in the first one in Barbados, it was a more watchful innings. There were lots of dot balls, but here today, for me, with Chris Gale, how I want to remember him, at his most Destructive, hitting sixes down the ground, getting that front leg yeah. out of the way, and bang. That's so true. That's so true. I mean, I remember those days, you know, getting, getting, get going from ball one. Um, I mean, you see a different side of Chris Gale in the last two games. Um, you know, we can't take away the fact sometimes a bit early up the wicket is a bit tacky as well, and with with Oaks and those guys taking the pace off the ball, it's kind of a bit difficult to size them up a bit early. So you have to give yourself a chance. You know, once you get uh, get past that period, eventually everything you know become a bit easier to bat out there. So I mean, just one of those things. And you know, by the second, normally the ball is going to come on a bit more to the bat, so you can you know play a bit play a bit more through the line as well. So one of those things. Hopefully more to come. How's the body? I was a bit stiff out there to be honest with you. Um, I need a bit of rub <laughs> and, 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 and get loose again but at times I felt a bit stiff even my neck was stiff to be honest with you but to feel 50 overs and then bat for 35 overs age 39 it's not bad eh? it's not bad for you. Grey ones in that beard aren't they? Yeah plenty man plenty grey I get it from Goffey. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher thank you very much for your time great to yeah, see you man. thanks a lot Appreciate excellent it. mate excellent, Chris. Chris Gale who played an incredible innings today 161 he made 162 I lie he made um, but it wasn't quite enough to see West Indies to victory hard as uh, Carlos Brathwaite and Ashley Nurse tried that, that, that when they went so Adi Rashid went to work so 
to speak, four wickets in that final over. And in the end, England getting over the line by a margin of 29 runs. We had a day where 807 runs were scored. And Goffey, we weren't at the famous South Africa match, the 4-3-4 match. Have we ever seen better ball striking in one day of cricket? I've definitely not. And um, if I was a supporter, as I keep saying, I would have loved to have been here and watched and witnessed some unbelievable ball striking, whether it be Alex Hales, whether it be Johnny Bairstow, whether it be Owen Morgan, whether it be Josh Butler, whether it be Darren Bravo, whether it be Chris Gale, whether it be Carlos Brathwaite, whether it be Ashley Nurse. Nurse, we've seen some excellent batting performance today. But let's not forget the bowlers as well. There's been a couple of bowlers in there who have put in the eye graph today, Liam Plunkett and Mark Wood and then Adil Rashid to come in when it looked like it was all lost to get four wickets in that one over and he changed it just like that in the 48th over I think it was five for 85 what amazing figures when he looks down at his career best I don't know if what his career best is if he's got six before or five before which I think he has but five for 85 unbelievable and worth mentioning Mark Wood who finished with four for 60 so uh, in summing up today England have taken a 2-1 advantage in the series the final game will be in St Lucia on Saturday we'll be with you at 2.25 if it even begins to match what we've seen today we'll be more than delighted a dynamic performance by both teams but England running out winners by 29 runs 418 for 6 beat 389 that folks is a day's cricket Yes, a remarkable day in Grenada. Thanks for listening to the following on podcast from TalkSport. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or via your favourite podcast provider so that you never miss an episode. Goodbye from us all with the memories of the most incredible day. Is this six number 23? Cottle <laughs> Bowls. Butler, make sure that it's six number 23. Oh, there you are. A world record has just been set. An incredible performance as Joss Butler acknowledges the applause of the crowd because he has gone to 150. He's on strike again. It's another one. He's bowling. A slower ball. But what an innings we have just seen. Fantastic innings from Joss Butler. Here's Mark Wood. Bowling at Campbell, that is out. He's lobbed it up in the air, hitting a horrible stroke. And hope this time is edging, and he's out caught by the keeper. And success again for Mark Wood. Walks bowls to Gale, and Gale gets a shot while he's plundering. That's got all the power, that's sailing for six. Whoa, he's in the mood. Gale waits now, and he drives in for six. Lovely stroke, that 10,000 one-day international runs. An amazing achievement. Wow, we've got a game on our hands. A single it is. 55 balls of magic from Chris Gale. 100 we'll never forget. Bravo is driving in the air over the lawn. That's sailing for six. I feel like going outside, pain and come back in. That last six was the world record for the most sixes in a one-day international. And Gale is driving in the air again. We're in trouble. Oh, just Barry, watch it. Oh, no, just in front of us. And Bravo's hitting this one in the air. Catch taken. And that's the wicket that England needed. Hetmar gets another shot. Ball in swift to the game. Rashid again, down the ground, over mid-off, a monster. He bowled him, Chris Gale is done by Ben Stokes. A great innings comes to an end, Rob. Just in defeat, he's beating the batsman, they're peeling for a stumping. Okay, perfect, thank you. My decision to the board is out. Brathwaite, who wants to clump, oh, he's hitting miles. He's hitting really big here. TalkSport 2 bringing you a thriller in Grenada. Brathwaite has slacked one out towards extra cover. He's going to be out, two wickets and two balls. 
The West Indies have suddenly lost their cool. I hope he just said, look, just have a swing and enjoy it. Yeah. And he has had a push at this one, and he's missed it, and he's stumped. And Adil Rashid has completed an astonishing end to this game. Adil Rashid has taken four wickets in the over to finish with figures of five for 85. And England have won the game by 29 runs. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 